0: fuck you forever i'll fucking hate you for the rest of my life today we're talking about this is love this is murderous by bleeding through so grab your fingers gloves because it's time to get in the pit hello
1: welcome to get in the pit
0: with Eastside and oster uh i'm oster
1: i'm Eastside. It's funny that, like, the name is, like, Isai and Oster, and then you're like, I'm Oster and I'm Isai, so we kind of flip it there.
0: Yeah. Keeping everybody
1: know. on their toes.
0: Yep. Everyone's on their toes. Um, How you doing? i you Oh, what are you—I want to guess what you're drinking. Was that a—is that a naked juice? No, no. Oh. Uh-huh. It's in a square it's bottle. A, it's a Pedialyte. Oh. Dog, have you ever had liquid IV? I haven't. Fucking, Whoa. Life changing.
1: Yeah, I've just been um I think I even said this on the episode with uh with Devin we talked about from out of the ashes. I've just been uh trying to stay hydrated and this is a good way to kind of start the day just like extra hydrated.
0: Yeah. That's that's how liquid IV is. It's fucking I just, rips.
1: I drink like an energy drink as well. And mm-hmm. so I'm trying to balance it out just because caffeine's a diuretic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's smart.
1: Also, these are just really salty Gatorades and it's it's <laughs> Not the best, but you know what? It happens. Yeah,
0: Liquid Ivy tastes good, and it's oh, a doesn't? powder, and oh. you just put it in some water. I uh Last weekend, I was... Just uh, fucking
1: boof the powder? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, last weekend, I was uh, wasted every night downtown because it was my anniversary, and I didn't have no responsibilities. Um, Responsibility.
1: So. was a good song. Um, I think the first song I heard by them... Uh, Is MSK's. that Emmett? Emin- yeah. Uh, yeah, really a quick aside, but it's also MediCorps adjacent. Um, the person who produced the first two OCS records recorded and produced the new MXPX song.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because you guys went to Washington or Portland? Portland. Okay, okay.
1: But there's just there's- a ton of engineers up there, and it's just cool. Like Now, especially because Murphy was an MXPX head. As you yeah. Murphy, the bass player of my band and longtime yeah. friend, brother in law. Big big sourdough fan. Loves sourdough. That's true. Um, yeah, he uh MXPX like he loved that. I think that was like his first like show ever was MXPX. Sick. And and so I when I told him that, it's kind of cool that now he's kind of tangently correct I uh, connected. Thanks, that's... Ryan, for a lot. Also that's yeah. just cool. That's just cool. Yeah. Yeah, like for maybe like a band like that.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: I don't know how much they recorded money they all that. They they recorded like all the big names. Like it prevails, OCS, <laughs> MXPX. Yeah, in that order.
0: Shout out uh, Northwest Metalcore. Fuck yeah. Um, speaking of metalcore, this is a podcast about metalcore. Um, we're gonna talk about it. And today we're talking about bleeding through. This is love. This is murderous. Um, what are your what are your what are your thoughts before we dive in?
1: This is like um like what like my history on bleeding through. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um. So bleeding through, like I watched them on some DVDs. They played the song called "Rise" on the Hellfest like O three DVD, and like they just had a ton of energy, like to. The the song starts off with like this fucking just like drum roll, and the fucking singer did like a barrel roll at the beginning of the, like of the song. So I'm like, Sick. I'm fucking in. And they all kind of look like they're trying to be a little extra spooky. They yeah. had like a a keyboard player, which was like always like interesting. And then also then the bass player did like a big spin kick with his bass, and it um it just was uh like he starts off like, this song's called Rise, let's fuck this place up. Big fucking snare roll, and then it just was great. Like, it just was shitty riffs. And then it had a giant breakdown at the end and I was sold. Like, at that point, I'm like, <laughs> yes, this is the best. Um, I need to fucking hear more. And so then I heard This Is Love, This Is Murderous, and I'm like, this is fucking cool. Um, And then, anytime they just came around, um, I'd see them, and I was telling you this before we were recorded, uh, it's like uh, their shows. Like they always felt like they're a little bit of a bigger deal than some of the other like mid level acts we got at the venue. Yeah. Um, because like you know a hey today show, fifteen bucks, and I'm just like making up prices. Hmm. But then like a bleeding through show, that's in the twenties. It's a it, it was a bigger show. Yeah, which is For whatever reason. Like I yeah. don't even know why.
0: Yeah, because to me they were, they were just there. Like, I know I've seen them at least once, but I feel like I've seen them more than that. Um, my friend uh, Mark was really, I feel like was really into them. Maybe not, And but we just went to a show together. But they saw them, but I never listened to a record. I knew uh, the part in Revenge I Seek, and that's it. Like, I listened to all this, and it was all new to me. It was all new to me.
1: Yeah, because, like, um, I remember, like, this was, like, a really, really big tour. This was when I was still in high school. And okay. so it was, and this is just to show you, like, this is the level of the band. It was bleeding through as the headliner with Every Time I Died Between the Bear to Me and Haste today, Day. Like, yeah, that was before my time. Yeah, but it just shows, like, that was, like, the. It's um, insane. The, the stack, like, Between the Bear to Me was second on that bill. Every time I died was direct support, and I, I think by that time, like I, I want to say, like Gutter had come out or was Gutter Okay, out. so they were already kind of on that cusp of hitting like kind of the next level. Mm-hmm. I mean, Haste of Day was opening that show, and like they, I feel like then they were hitting the next level here soon too. So it's and just I wild. Mean, between the Buried
0: and Me, like became most respected. Like they were the coolest band of the genre. If you liked yeah. Between the Buried and Me, you were you were elevated.
1: Or, or and also a nerd, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I tried. street picking.
0: Tried. I like glass casket more. Uh, um, I actually
1: th- that's that's really funny. So that that came up last night, but um, that was glass actually. casket. Yeah, <laughs> I, like them. I like Murphy and Victor. Victor's really okay. into that band, Lorna's Shore.
0: Yeah, that's. And like, I was like going up according to the Duke of counterparts.
1: They are, they're huge. Uh, TikTok got him really big. It's their vocalist. Oh. He has a ridiculous screen, But I was just like, if I want like metal or death metal and other stuff, like also integrated with anything kind of core adjacent, um, mm-hmm. like I'm like I'm just gonna listen to Glass Casting because it's it's heavy. It has like cool breakdowns, and then it's also not like up its own ass trying to just be like tuned to drop Q. Yeah, yeah, um. I do think. I mean, one
0: day we'll cover between the buried and me on here. And I think now, in my older age, I might hate it
1: because their records are what, like an hour long. Um, their their older ones are going to be different. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's it's they're they're cool, but it's like they're listen. And I this is actually something I was talking about as well yesterday was. The Bleeding Through re- uh, bleeding through Between the Buried Me record, we'll get to Bleeding Through here in a second um, yeah. yeah I can, like, if they release a new record I listen to it once, I'm like, that okay. was Really cool, that was sick And then I put it away, it's done I, don't like, I never go back I never go back to them, ever since Colors I listen to whatever comes out I'm like, this is sick, this is cool How progressive, it's heavy here It's weird here, what kind of Fucking shit are they on, and then I'm like Cool, that was great, you know four stars see you later
0: it's crazy like i don't even do that with bands i love like i uh i did check out one of the newer weezer records um like hate breed i've never i've listened to like one record post perseverance (laughs) and it was like and i'll listen to some of the singles and be like yeah this is fine it's just weird. I don't. I just don't do that. I don't listen to the newer stuff. I'm like, this is this band is precious. I will keep it that way.
1: I just kind of sometimes don't want to ruin the like this picture that's been painted already for you. And then yeah. they release a new record. Like, we're just really going on a tangent today. That's yeah. fine. This is our podcast. Yeah. We can do what we want. Um, like yeah. Architects released a new record, and I was into that band pretty hard for a few of their records just because it's super cool metalcore and it's all ambient and shit. Um, mm. It's like, oh, here you go, Isai, you like this dumb shit. And so, um, but like the last two records have been super radio rock and like they just released one and it was just super born like radio rock, which I understand. I'm not mad at them for doing it. I'm not oh. saying they sold out or whatever. It's like they're, just, they're trying to, like they've released a thousand albums and it's like they're trying to hit the next level in their career. It's like, yeah. Not just like a passion project; it's their livelihood, and so of course they're gonna fucking do that. Because you gotta fucking like playing mid-level clubs isn't gonna pay the bills when you're older. Oh, no. you, you gotta no. get to the next level because that's what's yeah. gonna pay the bills.
0: Yeah. There's a reason every time I die, broke up. <laughs> I mean, there's many reasons, but like they, they, they were, were, they were still they were the players. highest level you could get. They their were. genre,
1: yeah, I think they they peaked, but the I'll say with what they did is the same thing that uh, a band like The Wonders has done and a band like mm-hmm. Dance Gavin Dance has done, where they mm-hmm. cultivated a fan base that is always going to be there, and yep. so they they were selling out like the mid level venues everywhere they went, like their last tour was selling out, <laughs> they were selling out venues, um, and to me it's like they they found that that spot where they could just fucking Tour, they hit a new album, tour cycle, boom. And then sit at home for a little bit, write a new record, do the same thing. It also didn't hurt that they all were doing other things. Like their guitar player had art. The singer was doing a lot of like he did like writing, he did like shit for like Comedy Central, he wrote a book. Andy obviously is a pro wrestler. So mm-hmm. they had other little streams of income, and by little I mean Andy was probably making six figs. Um <laughs> That it's like at the end of the day, it's like it could keep it that way and keep it grassroots and never have to quote unquote sell out but, yeah. and have that respect. But, anyways, back to bleeding through.
0: Oh, hold on. I got one more crazy thing to say. So, I think I just listened to so uh, there's this podcast called Hard Lore, not Fest podcast. It's uh, Colin from Twitching Tongues and uh, a bow from Harm's Way. Uh, it's all about Torrin. They just had the dude from the Acacia Strain on. Do you know they still sleep in their van? That makes sense, but that sucks. Yeah, well, they choose to. To, like, pocket more money. It's like... Yeah. like it's... It's to me. It's like, yo, live comfortably. But whatever, they gotta figure it out. They do what they want.
1: Especially because it's like, they've been doing it for a long fucking time. Um. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like Vincent has to be in his forties, and he's still doing he is. That. He's forty. But then at that same time, it's like you're also just yelling like "fuck" over a breakdown for a living. So it's like you kind of take the good and the bad, I guess. It's <laughs> yeah, one of the, that's one of the things, though. That it's like every kid that ever started a band had dreams of touring, and then like people start touring, and I don't think they understand that it, it can be tough. But at the same hey. time. It's going to be tough, and people will bitch and moan about it. But it's like, you're also playing music for a living. Like, like again, you it, take the good and the bad. Like, that just would be, uh, like, you just got to understand. Like, I know, like, when that was, like, a big dream of mine, I would have done the same thing, and I wouldn't have complained because it's like, oh, but for, like, this 30 minutes, I got to do, like, something I love every yeah. day. Some some kids. Yeah. Some stupid kids who don't understand a delay pedal. Uh,
0: But yeah, okay, let's get back to what we bleeding through. Let's yeah. That was uh, a weird I'll tangent.
1: Say, that was a very weird... It happens. Um, I'll say, like, they were all, also, like, bleeding through, like, like I said, like, they always felt bigger, because they also would do some of those other tours with, like, bigger bands that wouldn't go to the venue. They yeah. did one that was, like, Census Fail and Seosin. That was at the Knitting Factory, which is, like, the... The next level up, like I'm pretty sure there's any factories everywhere. Or think of like your House of Blues or one of those yeah. like um, corporate venues that's owned that's... by a bigger company.
0: I'm gonna say so. That's a weird tour,
1: a very strange tour.
0: Like bleeding through with Census Fail and Seos,
1: and that is weird to me. Yeah, it's like the time I saw the band, it dies today, and they opened for Silverstein and Aiden. <laughs> I think I was
0: there. I don't know. I remember one one time I saw did was Comeback Kid on that one. No, I feel like Comeback Kid and Silverstein were always together.
1: <laughs> it's because the guy from Silverstein likes hardcore.
0: Yeah, I know. There's that one song that we heard at at the Red Room that one time.
1: We're like, what the fuck is this? And it was it's because it had to do with the old singer Comeback Kid, and it's yeah. like this is so sick because it was just like a hardcore song with like weird like scene vocals. Like <laughs> it was cool though
0: yeah but, yeah I mean and I feel like they toured with like fucking uh they probably did those big metal tours that went to the venue like post god i can't even think of the band like heypri's always on them um like a band that's like more radio friendly but like yeah. all that remains all that remains that's what I'm thinking of Get all that remains and all shall perish mixed up all the time, and those are two very different vibes.
1: They are two very different vibes, but they play a lot of the same. Like they're the same people. Yeah, yeah. Um, one um, thing. Yeah, all that remains makes so much sense, especially like around this time, because uh, hmm. they were just like a. They just were like kill switch.
0: Yeah. Well, and this record
1: to me just
0: sounds like a kill switch record.
1: I get that, but it's like musically musically yeah um i'll say one of the things that i think why because you were saying like mark was super into him, and i think they got a lot more respect like from like the hardcore community because it's like they were hardcore kids and it wasn't as cheesy even though it is very cheesy it wasn't like they were doing these trying to be radio friendly choruses. it was just like they had singing choruses and like they (laughs) had like actual fast parts and metal you know Yeah, they also had screaming choruses. Mm -hmm. Like the structure
0: is the same. Like I feel like they could have broken through
1: if they wanted to. No, the the next record I think was their attempt to try. Okay, okay. They they even had like a big ballad song on that one. They had a video for. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's called the truth. Like that's the the record that's after this one, and they also um. Like I felt like they're that's the direction they were kind of trying to dip their toes in because they had bigger choruses on that record. But then the, okay. one a- the one after that's called Declaration, and then they're like, "Fuck it, we're going a little bit more metal." And they had like eight string guitars and like the like a dude from fucking, um, he was in I Killed the Prom Queen, and then okay. was, and then like he was in the band at that point, and then he left and joined Dreaming the Horizon. <laughs> Oh wow! Great business move by him, but it's like you could tell at that point they're like, "All right, fuck it, let's like push it this other way" because they didn't break through. Um But yeah, I mean, they were close because, like I said, they always felt like they were bigger than some mm-hmm. of the other bands, and then at least that would play at, at the venue, so like playing those smaller rooms, Um as well as like because they did tours with like those other bands, like The census fails and AFIs, and like were on some of those bigger like metal tours so it just felt like oh these guys are a big deal so when they play the venue it's like I'll pay the extra 6 bucks it's fine yeah, and I always went maybe it was only one
0: time but I always went to see the support bands
1: that makes uh, sense
0: can't I don't even remember who I saw them with but I remember going and I tried to find uh the tour but I think the website is what killed my computer
1: so I, I quit looking at it was it the as blood runs black one I, it
0: might have been, but I feel like it was in oh that was in, like oh nine or twenty ten
1: you might have been out,
0: yeah like um I don't know ultimately it doesn't matter um but i I have a I have a few notes um it's music for people who wear shirts that say like a thing metal but like that it says fuck, but it's, like, characters? Uh, you know? I, I will say. It has this on it. It has this. Like, the metal hand on the shirt, too. You know the shirt yeah. I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, they actually had a shirt that I owned that said stay fucked.
0: Oh, yeah. That was a Bleeding Through shirt.
1: That was a Bleeding Through shirt. I wore that. at the, the biggest. And I also wore that at the biggest show I've ever played. It was the opening for Bring Me the Horizon um, like to a sold-out fucking venue, and I wore shit that, that stayed fucked, like, literally for that purpose. It's like, fuck yes, yeah, they fucked. It was also in, like, 09 or 08 or some shit. It was 09, and it's like, hey, <laughs> look, I'm cool. Weird words.
0: Um, Yeah, like, that's a, there's a, just a demographic of people I can see. Uh, they buy their pants
1: at Hot Topic. No, yeah, they, they had that that weird like kind of crossover because they did like just kind of spooky or mm-hmm. like it's like they're like part spooky, part biker dad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and so it's a weird it's a weird combo of like I'm trying to be like a, like look like I own a Harley, but I'm also doing my makeup.
0: Hmm.
1: But uh, yeah, also I think like they were. Like one of the bands that like had like a a woman in it. like I always thought that was like especially like in like any type of metalcore, like or hardcore or anything, especially at that time. It's like that just made things like like, oh, this is different. Like this is cool. It was like you had like that and like Walls of Jericho and Most Precious Blood and like that. Bloodline
0: calligraphy. oh.
1: Oh my favorite. I was talking. I was talking more so like at a certain tier, but you can go down to like third tier metalcore right now. That's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. Shout out face down records, or oh, maybe yeah. it was maybe it was the the even smaller Christian metalcore label. <laughs>
1: yeah. Jesus. That's I want cool to say that. Thing. Yeah, them and in, like inked and blood. Yeah. Shout out the Raymonds.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, talking about the synths, make this record. It just elevates it a little bit for me. They um, did it
1: in a way that it wasn't as cheesy as it really could have been.
0: No, it just like it makes it sound more like death metal. And um, it makes it more like it just. It's not in your face. Like, it's not... It's just, like, in the background. It It adds, like, texture and ambience. Yeah, it's playing the same stuff that the guitars are playing, kind of, it feels like. And it's just, like, it's just there in the background. But it, like, just adds something that brings it up a little bit. Like, without those, I think this record would have been really boring for me. Mm -hmm. And with those, there's just this added element that me interested
1: i think something that like and we'll go through the songs and everything but i think something that keeps me just because some of the songs ends up getting like long and there's a couple spots where it's it gets a little repetitive but it It, is a lot of the
0: songs are repetitive yeah yeah
1: it's like you you can cut off a couple minutes of on wings of light it's okay yeah (laughs) we don't need all of that but um i think the 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 tempo the speed because it it feels like the songs are like they're always moving. they they have a lot of fast parts and like then they'll throw like some random blasts in there too. I'm like, okay, cool. And then you hit like the big like brr. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. like it's like even fast breakdown. so it's cool. Yeah. I don't know. Sick. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, let's get
0: into the record. Uh it came out in on September twenty third, two thousand three um uh on Trustkill Records.
1: Yeah, so this was their Trustkill debut before they were on uh was it Indecision, which um like they were they're from it's a California fucking record label that like had like 18 visions, I want to say two or everybody that was in like an Orange County hardcore band like was okay. kind of Indecision. Okay. At some point
0: uh it was produced by uh Ehrlich Wild
1: Oh, stomach, like this like i love looking at like the list of produced albums cuz yeah. like he like he engineered some like Alice in Chains and engineered Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg and um, a
0: lot of Static X
1: <laughs> yeah it's like he mixed like Around the Fur by Deftones um just stuff like the Engineered Science by Incubus so he was on a very different kind of path and then and he did
0: Nervosa by Showbread.
1: Yeah, that was the that was actually one of the ones I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, out of Project 86, damn. And so I felt like it's it was a very like it's a very odd um choice as a producer just because it wasn't like a metal core or like hardcore producer. This is like straight up like a weird, weird new metal or weird metal. I mean. It's just strange, yeah, and I think like with the production little, of this, sounds kind of like ass. Yeah, it's not good.
0: But maybe like because he was just seemed like he was pretty early on in his like actual producing career. Most of the stuff he just engineered. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But like he did a lot of stuff with the dude from Metalocalypse, and like I mean that guy knows his metal, and it's like. It's produced pretty well, from what I remember. I mean, it was on a TV show. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, he produced. He produced "Wait and Bleed," a song.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Um, oh. It's just, it just, it's a weird. Oh, he produced that shitty band Stutterfly that I brought up. That's <laughs> funny. Um, it's just one of those things that um, I think like they were probably like, we need to go somewhere outside of that. Like of like a hardcore producer because they wanted to be probably heavier or more ambient and like doing shit like, like engineering with the Tones or working like on Wait and Bleed or doing like Power Man 5000 um stuff like that where maybe it's just going to be a different feel and also I mean engineered the fucking like a Pantera record so it's like if you're a metalhead like at some point like you're like yeah Pantera yeah. um but it just sounds like the guitars sound weird. The drums are like the weirdest sounding thing, especially the snare. But I understand with a lot of metal, especially if you do a lot of blast beats, the snare is always just extra fucking tight and poppy because you want that response back like when you're doing a blast from your stick. So it makes sense because then you could blast faster and it's a little easier. Um, yeah, it sounds like butthole.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, I, You know what sounds worse? uh listening to it uh through
1: youtube <laughs> oh yeah you get some of that quality loss too
0: oh man um but yeah it's it sounds i didn't understand it until like halfway through the record and then it really hit me i was like oh these drums are bad
1: mhm
0: like, the they sound bad they sound fake and i don't think they are you know
1: yeah and like the guitars is just, it was very weird and compressed and muddled um, And I think that's them trying to be like, we're heavy, and so like they're trying to jam-pack a lot of, like, gain and all this shit in there, and it just doesn't, it just didn't work, but I mean, at the time, also, it's 2003, recordings come so far in that time, especially digital mm-hmm. recording, where we're used yeah. to, like, really clean things now, and so, listening to it, like, I used to just think it was fine back in the day, I didn't care.
0: Alright, let's get into it. Uh love lost in a hail of gunfire.
1: What a song!
0: Ah, it starts off with a Boondog Saints quote.
1: What a fucking of the times shit too.
0: Ugh! How many people did that? I know a day to remember did.
1: And like, I will say though, like, I always equate like that that sound clip with this song.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think everyone does, but except for me because of a day to remember.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, I love the way like it's like has the sound clip like this place was a fucking bar, uh, like and then like I love the fucking snare hit the beginning. Yeah, it's they, good. Then they just fucking go into like that fucking riff. I dan 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 like the fucking they love the the European metal riffs, yep. the dan dan riffs, if you will.
0: Yeah. Um
1: and it just fucking goes. I I think this song is such a good like fucking album opener. It just brings it, it has the metal, has the speed, it has breakdowns, it just, it's got everything you need.
0: It's got the nice little pretty part at the end.
1: Yeah. Um, this guy's mad. He's a very angry guy, isn't he? and
0: I think he's mad at one person.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you're right, too.
0: Um... Most of this record is like a breakup record except for a couple songs. Um it doesn't get too bad except for a couple
1: points. Yeah, it like there's just there's a lot of fucks, but that's about it. Yeah, there's some like, points where it's like okay. Yeah, he's very angry. Yeah. Um he does threaten to kill a couple times.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Sweet Vampirious, uh, I was so stoked when I saw this song was under two minutes long. And I was like, oh, man, is this what we're getting into? Like short, short songs. And no, this is the only one.
1: It's uh, no, um, there's another it's one. A, there's one more, but uh, it's God. Shadow, Shadow Walker. That's because yeah. that that is a re-recording of of a record, like of a song from their first record. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at that time They had shorter songs I like Sweep and Because it has like just a super heavy ass riff And it just like fucking hits that Like um that blast beat too mm-hmm. It's like it's a cool It's a cool change Especially because like bands could have like and That was one thing Because like, we were talking about them Like kind of going up to that next level And like blowing up like a kill switch or something yeah I feel, I feel like they had too many of like parts like this that weren't gonna do that, yeah yeah like this it's like they're trying to keep the cred,
0: yeah, and they were fast, there's a lot of fastness in it, um, yeah oh, yeah, the song rocked, yeah, and lyrically, you know what, I just choose to believe it's actually about a vampire,
1: yeah, um. <laughs> first off like the site that i went to for this has the lyrics put so stupid you didn't go to darklyrics.com? that's how i went to it i just hate the way that it's um it it has all the lyrics just the way that it's structured on the site all all in lowercase (laughs) it's the worst
0: i'm like not just like a paragraph
1: yeah yeah also this is the one that has like the like i like like some repetition and stuff because especially like um like, in a live setting, like, the be warned part. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, you lend yourself to be able to have crowd participation.
0: Yeah, and they do that a lot. Yeah. Um, we'll get that in the last song a lot. I got, oh, I, yeah. I, I did, I counted some things.
1: Um Number seven with a bullet. I mean, I hate, like, this is just me being stupid, but, like, like, this song number seven. I'll make this song three. <laughs> like track listing wise like you're just come on <laughs> what is doing um and th- like this is where you could tell like they have like a a niche and of, of what they're good at and mm-hmm. it's like like having these fast like heavy metal core songs this is where you could also like just know it's like oh like you know what you're getting into at this point because like, it it sounds it's not like it's super repetitive and boring but it's like it is the same sound yes Yes. And it's like you get kind of three songs like that in a row. Um and so it is I mean, don't get me wrong, I like this song, but also it is um like again, it's like it's such a breakup song like the I'll never be who you want me to be. See You'll never see the beauty I see, mark me for death, mask me for torture. Like <laughs> it's like bruh you okay. Well, There's a lot of religious imagery in this song, though.
0: And as someone who left the church, I think it's more about a mentor being betrayed by that mentor.
1: That's fair. That's
0: how I took it. Like, it's just like, oh, I don't believe any of this shit anymore. I'm out of here. Lyrically, it was (laughs) one of the most interesting songs.
1: I'll say, I hope you see my face on your fucking deathbed is a fucking line. Yeah. (laughs) It is. It's it's is a good line. Also, the breakdown in the song is
0: fucking is heavy.
1: Yeah, like I'll say, this one hits.
0: Um, Um, there's one later. Yeah, okay, never mind. We'll get into it. It's later.
1: Is it on Murder by Numbers?
0: Oh, it's on This Is Love. This is murderous.
1: Okay, I was gonna say because the the like. Yeah, we'll get to it. I love that and break down on that one. Anyway, um this is where I they do a good job of actually changing it up. Even though this on Wings of Lead, uh so song four, even though it's longer than fuck, um, it gives everything a way different feel. And I mm-hmm. think they like it's such good song placement because it's not like it's a ballad, it's still heavy, it's still fast, but it's like there is those like moments of like kind of very open parts especially like the chorus and you're like yeah. oh okay and it, it just it helps alleviate because you've just been going like super fast and metal and all this shit and then you get some of these breaks in this song you're like okay okay it helps let things breathe
0: yeah do you want to know the note I took about uh, the chorus I said it's 100.3 the <laughs> the will break just-
1: on the saddest
0: day, which is, which is our five finger death punch radio station. <laughs>
1: um, um, I, I, I always do, really liked this song, I even learned it on guitar when I was a teenager. I um,
0: I like the main riff in the song a lot.
1: It's uh, a yeah, it's a good riff. It's,
0: I think it maybe it sounds like the metalcore I. I used to listen to. It has like. I don't know. There's just a certain feel.
1: Um, I like the talking parts. I like them. Yeah. It it kind of like helps. Get like the little spooky ass shit over. Mm -hmm. Um, Like they're trying to be a little spooky. A little like you know Halloween. Like this is love. This is murderous. Like you know what I mean. Um, Also it's like. We also like AFI. Um, I listened to Sing the Sorrow yesterday. That's why I like. like, Those little talky parts are. Like they're in my head. Yeah, it's, it's spooky without being corny yeah uh, I and think
0: I mean that's a big thing opinion, in metalcore in my opinion the Misfits did that um, I think AFI did that and but there's so many fans that did not pull it off like they were just too corny with it
1: mm-hmm.
0: like um, I've seen some things from the dudes in Motionless and White and they actually seem pretty chill um, but they just come off as corny to me, and maybe it's because of the style of music that they're playing.
1: But, but it, it, everything's so calculated with a lot of that too, of like yeah. trying of trying to be like spooky. But I think that's kind of like where it gets corny. Is like, how hard are you trying to go? Like to like portray this image. Um, yeah. and it 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 seemed like more so like these guys. Probably like when I was when the video of Rise that I saw from the Hellfest DVD. The bass player is wearing a necromantic shirt, so it's not like he was trying very hard to be spooky. It's just like he probably just enjoyed a lot of that dumb shit.
0: And I mean, the singer was an eighteen, or the singer used to be an eighteen visions. So yeah, more eyeliner.
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, we we we'll get to that at the end of the. We'll talk about influence. Just Orange County.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I I really like this song, and I think it did a good job. And it doesn't really have like a big ass huge mosh part. Yeah, that's that was that's what I was just about to say. There's no breakdown. Yeah, it's just like a it's just a cool song that goes on for a little too long. You can kind of mend it out of this song. And it's
0: it's very melodramatic. He wants it he is. wants to die. He's so sad. He wants to die. <laughs>
1: that is the truth. Oh my god. It's so funny. It's Like, it it, it is so. Me- there's just one more nail in the coffin, and it's all for you. Yeah, <laughs> I, and this is like where you could tell it is a breakup record because it's um, it's like the different stages of like getting over somebody. It's like there's a ton of anger. There's so much anger. Yeah, um, and- it's
0: it's like hate breed, but geared towards a breakup.
1: Yeah, that's fair. There's a lot of anger, but then, like, you've got to have some of the parts that it's, like, there's actually, like, sadness and missing somebody. It's, like, like especially, like, if, you know, I don't know how old he was at the time, but, like, when you're, uh, you're trying to, like, gear music towards, like, kids. That's like, mm-hmm. right, 12-year-olds, but, like, you know, 16- to 20-year-old hardcore boys who don't know how to process emotion. Um, like, they're going to have this stuff where it's, like, I just want to die because I'm not with you. Um, everything. The saddest day, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Like the day will break on the saddest day. So don't let me wake. It's like I remember. Like I I was probably like an away message for me or something.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Of course it was.
1: I yeah, but yeah. I even like I said. I even learned this song on guitar. That's a lot. That's
0: that's a lot to learn.
1: It, It was, but it's also like back when I just like had my guitar strapped to me at all times.
0: Yeah. Uh, what I bleed without you,
1: yeah, I mean th- now we're just back,
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's a fine song, nothing special about it. It's just there,
1: in my yeah, opinion, it, like to me, it's like okay, like we had the breathing, like the breathing room, we had a little bit of that air, that space, and now it's like, all right, here's the fast metal riffs and breakdowns again, which is fine, like they do it really well, yeah, um, and then like lyrically again, it is going um, through it. Yep, it's now he's pissed off again. <laughs> he's angry again. I had, I've had enough of this. You're all the same to me. I want to be alone. <laughs> Eat me alive with your sickness, hypocrisy, cold to the blood that courses through me. So this is like again the stages of a breakup. You miss them, and then like you're you're mad again because you just saw a picture of them hanging out with with a, a person from Huntington Beach, and you're in Orange County. You're up pissed. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like you saw them like with the Gajic like, and the other band. <laughs> the a scene girls. Grand,
0: brand new Taking Back Sunday situation, huh?
1: Yeah, sure. No, but you know what I mean? Like now like you're just going through it so now you're just pissed off again. <laughs> also like this record and the next song um, This Is Love, This Is Murderous. Like what a fucking like, melodramatic shit. It's funny. Yeah, sick though. Um, yeah. This is a I song you think... You said you were talking about.
0: You think this is my favorite song?
1: It's really? That...
0: Well, yeah. I reading my notes. It's my favorite song. Um, so there's that heavy ass breakdown that sounds like pre-acacia strain heavy. You know?
1: Yeah, they did the um, like did the what? the one open open breakdown like the brown mm-hmm. noise one, and like oh, I, okay, yeah, yeah, no, but it's like yeah, I I don't remember like being like baffled by it there, but like listening back to it now and just like how many bands use that now. Like, oh, they were kind of doing some cutting edge shit. Yes. Also you don't hear it as much just because the production just so muddled.
0: It's true. It's not it's not as in your face as fucking car. Yeah. Um the singing ish part is really
1: catchy. It is. Also okay, I just had to listen to the beginning of this so I probably how it opened. Uh yeah. I like that it o- doesn't open fast. Yeah. Then, they like to open some stuff fast. Yeah,
0: then there's a Power Ranger solo. <laughs> that fucking rocks.
1: Yeah, the solo is so sick, and it's <laughs> it's something that especially like if it's like they were trying to like do metalcore and how like in the how you think of it, like there's metal parts, there's like core parts, and it's like let's put them together. And you can tell they are also punk kids, and also one of them, I want to say, was like 10 years older, if you ever look at promo pics from them, there was like a bunch of people that are probably the same age, and their dad, who's in a black (laughs) t-shirt, too. Hell yeah. But yeah, no, this song's dope. Like, it is really good. I won't say it's my favorite, but also, like, my favorite song, I think, is probably everybody's favorite song on this record. Uh, Is it Revenge I Seek? Yeah, because I'm a mosh kid, so... I just
0: I mean, it's the Power Ranger solo. In my notes, it's in all caps. Remember when like three weeks ago when we were gonna record this episode and I was like, Hey, did Tyler ever make you guys play a Power Ranger
1: solo? This is why. <laughs>
0: it's cause I was uh, listening
1: to this record. That makes sense. And we've actually played the Power Rangers song once at a twelve. So show. sick.
0: That's so sick.
1: It was um it happened. Um Um I, I was gonna say like this song is really cool, especially this like it changes things up. And then, of course, they do, like, the big-ass breakdown at the end of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the next song, I think, is, like, one of the ones that, like, stood out to me even more than a lot of them. Cause I, like, I like, how it,
0: like the keys in the beginning. I'll say,
1: I love how it starts out. Like, they're giving you some different flavors on the back half of this record yep. that make it so it doesn't fall into that like, we even talked about this with the Bear Your Dead record, um, where it's like, okay, we're just kind of doing some, like, we're just kind of going through the motions now almost. Like, we yep, yep. need to fill fucking space. Like, we need a, like a full leg. Like, you can't do an EP. The contract says it. So, <laughs> let's just write some more mosh and it'll be fine. And, like, yeah, they're great songs and I still like them and remember them, but they're doing some stuff on this record, especially like on this song where it changes the flavors a little bit. So when you go back into your standard sound, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it feels a little fresh because you got a break. And so, like, this song, it has, like, that super dramatic keyboard beginning. It makes it sound a little metal. And then it has the um, this guy that was in a band called, like, Burn It Down and then also Time in Malta. Um, And his vocals are just, like, a hardcore vocal. And mm. it just breaks things up so much. Like, oh, fuck, yeah. Instead of just, like, the same Brandon... um vocals that he does because he's really good at what he does but he has like that one main scream that he does through most of it and so when you get that totally different thing again you get that other flavor in there adds adds it to their like that whole thing they're serving so by song seven you're still fucking into it because yeah. got power ranger sold the song before you got uh, like the fucking casey strain has breakdown Like in those songs, now you got this dramatic keys, you got this hardcore guy in there doing it, you still got heavy breakdowns. Like, fuck yeah, like, there's there's more elements here.
0: Yeah, and like, this one, like, the chorus sounds like big room metal. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, okay, okay, this is why this band was bigger than your average metalcore band.
1: Yeah, and I like that it's also not in every song. It's like, we we have so it makes it, it makes it feel like realer and like creative and mm-hmm. not, and not like we need to fit the kill switch engage, like, like formula, or we need to fit like this formula so we can get radio airplay or get in the big, like rooms. It's like, no, we just like having singing too.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is the third time in my notes where it says sounds like kill switch. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. This it a big chorus. But also that's. That's my reference for this kind of battle core. Like I loved Kill Switch, and by that I mean I loved uh Rose of Sharon and The End of Heartache.
1: I mean those are like almost like two picture perfect like snapshots of what Kill Switch still sounds like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um but yeah, the drums, this is where the drums stood out to me as being horrendous.
1: <laughs> They're not good here.
0: Also, like this is the only like it feels like the only song with gang chants. Musically, this song is about like uh like it's a hardcore song, you know, lyrically. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a weird change from uh wanting to kill yourself or kill the person you used to date.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's it's just funny because like they have like a guy from like Burn It Down and Time in Malta that's in this, and it's like doing like those hardcore vocals. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes sense. Like we gotta fit this fucking bill.
0: <laughs> um, I love I love a song with a part where right before the breakdown the vocalist does something. They do that a lot on this record, and they do it really well. Yeah, they do. Also, or, and I, like and like a, a just a fucking a a pre chug before the breakdown. You know.
1: I love a good pre chug uh it's it is I, I love little call outs, but um, yeah, it's like especially like the talk your shit about us, we don't give a fuck anyway, you'll be the oh. one to cry, you'll be the one to fade. this is such like a you're not like you're not in our scene type shit, you know exactly, exactly that was like I uh, was at that warriors song that we had talked about it was it like called scene celebrity, uh,
0: what if uh, that was a no, the Warriors record came out later than this. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> mutilation.
1: You the, say you are the true fucking fakes. <laughs> <I'll>, we'll burn <gasps> your dream. No regrets. A lot of fucks on this record. Yeah, uh, I love the way Mutilation like starts off because it's such a fucking like new metal ass riff.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: is such a new riff. It's like <laughs> yeah. Again, like just adding little shits like that, like again, help just make things when they go back into their little dant dant fast fucking riffs and everything. It just helps break things up. Also, no, it's the next one. It's the next one that has the uh, breakdown. I love at the end. Oh,
0: we'll talk Murder by Numbers. We'll talk about yeah. Murder by Numbers.
1: Yeah, uh, mutilation again. It's like they have like the little extra. New metal, but then it kind of goes back into the usual stuff. Which again, since we've got something different on the last song, going back to it's fine. It's great. Like, yeah, honored.
0: you know, structurally, it's it's placement is good, except for you wanted that one song to be number seven, but like,
1: yeah, mix it, it up again. That's just a just because the track name. But as far as like track listing, they did yeah. a fucking fantastic job of this. I, I mean, this know. record's forty five minutes long, and it doesn't feel like it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever listen to this again, but I wasn't mad about it.
1: Yeah, especially because I think like the last song like just brings the fucking heat like so yeah. much that it's like again like they knew how like they knew how to put these like the track listing again like whoever put that together was like the producer the band both of them probably all together like they took you kind of like it's a good album listen. Instead of just like songs, and we were kind of talking about that, like where like from Autumn to Ashes front loaded and then it just went to fuck. Like this yeah. one, great songs at the beginning, and then like they give you a little bit of a break with number with uh on Wings of Lead, but it's still not like a ballad or anything, it's just a little something different. And then they start kind of giving you a little extra stuff. So then when they keep hitting their normal fucking fast parts, dance, dance riffs, it's like, oh, fuck, yeah, like this is still cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, just having fucking a lot of just fast punk beats to help move things along. It just always yep. feel a uh, sense of urgency.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, utilation... I mean, Oh, go. Sorry,
1: I was gonna say um, mutilation? Like this one is where it's like, come on, dude. Like the yeah. the he lyrics wants... are so fucking dramatic. Yeah,
0: he's he wants to kill himself.
1: Yeah we sleep together we sleep in an unmarked pine box but dead before tonight i Hell felt yeah. your grip of eternity i still remember that first kiss that first look that first touch and how it never made sense you built me up just to be broken <laughs> bro <laughs> <laughs> oh that shit's so funny but it's like everybody was doing that like melodramatic shit and again you you go to these like super fucking angsty 16 to 20 year old scene guys who don't know how to process any emotions and so it's like they just kind of probably relate to that because it's like especially like when like you're trying to process things in your head at this time and I think a lot of like teenagers can relate just like your body is just fucking going nuts your brain's going nuts everything is always to a hundred It's like everything's either like the best thing ever or the end of the world yep and so that that's where like stuff like this is just really funny. Um, especially like looking back at it with thirty four year old like eyes. <laughs> it's like, oh, like I probably was the same way. <laughs> and we can make fun of it now, but it's like I think we oh. all kind of go through those same things. And so
0: was, I, was I wasn't that
1: way. I wasn't saying that if these pills could they would call my name a quick end, suicide becomes so persuasive and dramatic. At least he fucking says it though. Yeah. Alright, Murder by Numbers
0: Um video game Boss fight music
1: <laughs>
0: Some makes... fucking rips
1: This song is so good
0: Like, I was just Imagining myself playing Mega Man And just like Yeah
1: It's so, it's dope Um, especially, I'll say one thing that they always They do really well they got squeals and dive bombs down, yeah, they do, but yeah i I just kind of uh put it in my ear real quick, just so like do I hear video game stuff on there? It's the keys and the tremolo picking, yep, yeah, that is such video game music, sick, so sick, also like everything they do, like it just has like again, like it's just fast and like it. <laughs> Even, like. Like, cool. Like, it just, like, they just have some really cool parts. Like, I don't know. Everything they do again is just very fast. It's very urgent. Um, so it helps move things. And the video game music, that makes so much sense. Like, with the keys and the tremolo picking, it does sound like a fucking video game, or at least a video game commercial. Yes. Um, yes. Again, it is uh, the same breakup, I'm pretty sure
0: i think i mean it all has to be the same one um this one he wants to fucking help. murder his ex
1: yeah it, it it yeah it's it has to be um next song dead like me fucking opens up with the blast beat
0: yeah
1: and so again it's like just changing little stuff up but again the same kind of thing um Oh, okay, this, okay, Dead Like Me, that's the one that has the breakdown at the end that I love, because there's a lot of open space in it, and it has, like, the fucking, like, walking gas shit, which was, like, uh. a Orange County, like, 18-vision staple.
0: Okay, and, okay.
1: And, and Homeboy was in 18-visions, and so, yeah, again, like, we're at song 10, and, <sighs> it, and it's, like, this, like, you're still, like, oh, this is, this is cool, which is really cool, um again, like some of these songs like you won't ever go back and listen to, unless yeah. like you're just a giant bleeding through fan, but um, I really just I like this one like this is now one that I would go back and listen to,
0: yeah, uh, he's very depressed, um yeah, from now on, this is my life, discontent for the rest of mankind,
1: <laughs> yeah, and- again, um, it's like those things it's. He's going through like the different levels of like a breakup. And so it's like the, uh, I won't break today, not today. I won't break, not today. Dead like me. Beneath the stairs, a desperate fight to stay alive. It's Mm. like trying to kick out of it, like, but still being super sad. Like, I am the son of rejection. So hold me to the light. Tell me it's right to feel dead inside. So at least, like, he's just trying to, like, process the emotions, just get, like, Affirmation that it's okay to feel shitty after Something like that and like I won't Break like trying to like reassure himself so I'll Say like you know what that's Fine this is okay It's trying to yeah. process emotions in a very Weird way and then This leads us To Shadow Walker which yeah. sounds This song rips so Hard because it's an old song and you could Tell mm-hmm. Short then, oh, mm-hmm. Short sweet to the point It's like, they get in, get out, it's two minutes long, and also, like, um, the um, lyrics, like, don't necessarily fit. No,
0: (laughs) uh, the lyrics are fucking insane.
1: Dude, you're Um, just a bitch, you'd think I'd let you forget, Someday our Pass Will Cross, you're the one who will bleed, Um, salvation from my hate. But it's like, at the beginning, it's like, he's, like, calling somebody out for, like, being a dick, like a girl, it's like... Fucking coward! I, I think he
0: had, brain. I think he had a family member get murdered or yeah. like sexually assaulted. Yeah, and he's gonna exact his revenge. Like, it's 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 intense when you read it.
1: It really is. And for two minutes, like, been waiting these four years to destroy you, trace you yeah. from this place, so we can breathe. I want you as a memory shadow. I'll cast you down. Like, especially if you just like kind of like I know a lot of people will be like go straight to you, you're just a bitch, you think I let you forget, and probably think, oh, he's calling a girl a bitch, no he's wanting to murder somebody that was a bad person
0: yeah,
1: and so it's a, I really like that song though, and I like that they, like I kind of like when bands look like especially if they have like an unknown record or a record Mm. that just wasn't as big and like they're on like a bigger label debut they bring one back, you know, and rework it or redo it it's just kind of a cool thing to be like what if they
0: what if they do it on every single record just that same song (laughs) each time. unbroken wings did that i I, (laughs) except for their like the last one they put like one of the last ones they put out i do my crosswords and pen was on every release there's at least three versions of it but i think there's four
1: fuck yeah um (laughs) Ob did that with uh, Captain Planet. <laughs> it was on like three. Oh yeah, it's three versions. Only one. Uh, oh, we had two with Brady. It was two. One with Gabe. I'm gonna make a new one. I'm bringing it back. And actually, Derek, Derek sang that song too. So, oh yeah. So we had a lot. Um, yeah, get one the, more. Fuck! I gotta do it. Um. Then the last song is my favorite song on the record. It's the Mosh song.
0: I seek. Another I mean, Boondock Saints quote. They open and close with Boondock Saints quotes. movie's that's
1: so on brand. That movie sucks.
0: The movie's
1: not good. Didn't it get popular because there was a documentary that was made about the making of that movie?
0: I think so. And I think there was like, it's like a weird cult movie, but it's like, it's the wrong kind of people that like the movie. It's the guys that watch Fight Club for the wrong reasons. It's that yeah. kind of movie.
1: Oh, fuck. That makes so much sense. How dare you make too much sense of my life like that? <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. It is people like who cool, like have Punisher logos. Yes. And, like, misunderstand, like, the whole, like, idea of the Punisher. Exactly. And, and love Fight Club for, like, shitty reasons and all this stuff, and uh, I, I'm Jack's fucking jack-off. <laughs> um, I, I love the beginning of this song because it is... It just goes. And then also he says fuck a thousand times in this song.
0: Um, can you guess actually? Guess actually. Twenty-five. 22. 22 fucks. Counted.
1: Fuck yeah. (laughs) He's just, he's, he's mad. He's just mad. He's very mad. And like, it just, this one completes the anger. Um, and then it has just like the, like super iconic in metalcore. The, um, the call out to the fucking breakdown and then the chant and then the fuck you forever. I'll fucking hate you for the rest of my days. Like, it's good. It's great. It's such a it's such a good closer to a fucking record too cuz it has that something super memorable. Yeah. Like this feels like the song they would close with but it's not, you know? Yeah. I think like what do what are they usually they might have closed with the uh, um what the fuck the love lost in a hail of gunfire live. Yeah. They had to have closed with that or on the wings of Lead, one of the singles. Yeah. I just it's just because it doesn't have a mosh part. That's the only reason, like, I wouldn't close with. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that's that's the record. let's I, let's, I, let's. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the listen of it. I I had a good time. Um, let's let's rate it. Um, mosh worthy?
1: Would you mosh to it? It's fucking, it is a mosh song, like a mosh record. I would say a solid, a solid, solid four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it 3.5.
0: It's above some of the other ones.
1: But it's not like, it's still not my shit, you know? Yeah, I, I feel it. Also, I think I give it a little bit more just because Revenge I Seek. I yeah. It gives it that extra point five more.
0: Um... Repeatability. How how are you going to listen to it again? Um I guess that's a weird way to say it. Because I'm not going to listen to it again, but I wasn't... This wasn't
1: a grading listen. Yeah, um, I think, like, for me, I'm going to probably end up listening to it again. But, like, yeah. I usually don't go back and listen to this whole record. Like, I'll yeah, go and yeah. pick, like, some songs... Like this record, the one before, um, like the one after, but it's like I'm gonna, I'm adding a couple more to my list. On yeah, this record. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a good listen, especially like as an album. Like we were talking about, they structured it really well. And so That's I'm true. gonna give it a good, a solid three five
0: five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three because I wasn't mad listening to it as many times as I did.
1: Yeah, and and you don't have the like history with this like I did or I was listening since no, I to this as a kid
0: I've got no nostalgia um and this isn't this isn't always my shit you know when it comes to like metalcore metal. yeah like, um I'm um I was always a punk before metal guy even though I was a metalcore kid but like my my things were like I loved Remembering Never because they were clearly very influenced by Hardcore, even if it was Hardcore I didn't listen to. Um, Then, so yeah, like, the metal stuff lost me sometimes. Sometimes I'm really into it. Like, this, I was into it. If right. I heard this at the time, if I was exposed to this, if Derek Younger showed this to me, then I would have been into it.
1: Would you, would you have gotten spooky? I
0: don't, um... I would have been too
1: self-conscious to do that.
0: Okay. Um, I was always too fat for girl pants, and I always was too nervous to
1: wear, like, eyeliner at church. That's fair. Um, Would you have worn gloves to mosh with? (laughs) No. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, that was a very specific reference. Um, Does it hold up?
1: I'm gonna give it a a solid four. I think it holds up really well.
0: Yeah, I think musically it's great. Um, the songs are very interesting. Uh, some of the lyrics are little like there's a song where he just talks about murdering a woman.
1: That's, um, that is I true.
0: I don't love that, but it's not. It's not after everything you put me through. I should have fucking pissed on you. So yeah. it's
1: not that bad. Because I think if you put modern production on this, um, it it, it won't sound very dated. Is the thing? Yeah. I, I think I'm thinking a lot of this musically, um, not necessarily like lyrically. Like for whatever reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our rubric. We could fucking do what we want. Um, it's true. It's true. And so I think like if you put modern production on this, just the way their songs are structured, just the way they incorporated the metal and like the fast parts with core and then also with like keys and stuff. I, mm-hmm. think it, it, I think people would probably get into it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's like, it's not fully misogynistic, but it is like, he hates one
1: woman for sure. Yeah. Like, real, he, real bad. He doesn't necessarily hate women. He hates a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From wait, wasn't that who was woman in, in wrestling? Well, let's not talk about her. that is not a good story
0: (laughs) oh yeah this isn't a wrestling podcast I forget I did a wrestling podcast for five years um still a part of it if I want to be um aesthetic
1: (laughs) they got the spooky shit down
0: honestly but it's not corny I mean look at this record cover you know what you're getting into with this record cover
1: yeah and then if you see their fucking um promo picks for this. They, like, look, they look the part. Yeah. Um I think like, late, later on I think they dive a little bit more into like a kind of, I would say like broy territory territory and like shit like that, but at least for this record cycle, um they looked like they had like wore all black, there was makeup involved. There was like hawks, like, they were trying to look like that spookiness, you know? Yeah. Later on, they were wearing, like, fucking like jean vests and stuff. Like, i have yeah. seen a picture here of, like, the singer has a jean vest that has, like, an OC on it and Old English letters and then a Cro-Mags fucking thing on it, so. I
0: just, that fits, though. That still fits.
1: Yeah. But it's, like, they, they weren't as spooky. It's, like, they don't need to be. They, they hit it on this record, and so I'm going to give it another four. I'm giving it a 5. I think the
0: aesthetic Ew. and overall everything, I think it fits what they're doing perfectly. Like I don't I don't think there's a miss. Like musically, uh the videos are a little lackluster. Uh they could have been better. Um but yeah. Also for it doesn't hold up, I gave it a 3. Um but yeah, like the aesthetic is really good. It's really good, in my yeah. opinion.
1: Um, influence. So, so I think, I think influence-wise, not necessarily bleeding through. But I think just like this group of guys, we'll talk about them more because there's other bands that were breaking out at various levels at this exact same time. That they were all that like all and... shared members, yeah. Um, I think like the Orange County Hardcore, especially for Trust Kill Records, um, was very influential. Maybe not necessarily this band, mm-hmm. but I think like we'll talk. I think other bands had bigger influences. There's one in particular, um, you can say 18 Visions. You say 18 Visions, I think, was way more influential with some things, maybe not for the best of things, but. The... <laughs> But it is. Um but uh I will say that Orange County hardcore and shit like that, like that that scene was very influential bleeding through, I'd give him like a two.
0: Yeah, but like think of like bands like like Whitechapel. And like maybe they just pulled from the same influences. I don't know. I would think so. Like I don't know if anyone was necessarily influenced by this band in particular. Yeah, I think you're right. I think two's good. Yeah, I think two's good. Um, so I'll give it a two. Um, so here's the here's the averages. Uh, Mosh three point seven five. Repeatability three point two five. Uh, does it hold up? Uh, three point five. Aesthetic four point five. And um, influence a two. At a total of 17. Uh, Bear Your Dead was 18.25. That's still the benchmark, yeah. That's the biggest one. I think there will be some that break it. I know that,
1: but I, I there's like one in particular that I think that's gonna end up breaking it. I, um,
0: I think it's I think, gonna be
1: they're only chasing safety, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think.
0: Yeah, I think they're only chasing safety. This is my prediction. I think they're only chasing safety will get a higher score than define the great line.
1: Maybe for you.
0: Well, no, no, no. I'm saying like because I think define the great line's a better record. It's uh it's more This is my prediction. I think with our rubric, I think it's going to get a better score.
1: I think I think it's going to end up being almost the exact same just because yeah. they the I don't know why we're getting an endro talk here, but those both those records spawned so many fucking like cookie cutter ass bands after it, trying to yeah. recreate either one or the other, which yeah. is always very funny.
0: Yeah, um, and it's because they're they're like they're like the big ones, I think. Yeah.
1: Um, also, I, one of my favorite things on "Define the Great Line" is that like it got a bunch of people who didn't know who Botch and ISIS were to rip off Botch and Isis riffs. <laughs> yep. Is always very, very funny to me. Yeah. Because, like, that's, like, um, the guitar player, Tim, like, loved the, those, like, those types of bands at that time. Yeah. You could just tell. Yeah. And then fucking, like, post-metal-ass seven-minute songs. Yeah. They're,
0: they're, I mean, I don't know. I love that stuff. I saw them when they played did they play their only "Chasing Safety" and "Define the Great Line" like front mm-hmm. to back? And there was the fog machine that caused the smoke alarm. That's the last time I saw them. Um, I, I haven't do. I I've, I've listened to their only "Chasing Safety" since then, but I was just like, I'm done. I'm 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 good with this band, but like, I'll probably listen to them. They meant oh. a lot to me.
1: Um, I I don't know which episode I said this on, or if it was the one that got lost in the ether or whatever. Um, I will say it's again. As I was writing, like newer, heavier, discordant, like um, OCS stuff, like kind of like our newer way that we're going. the Record that I was always going back to because structurally I love it. It was their only chasing safety because they structured that record so well. Like their songwriting on it is so good, and like I was like, okay, I'm playing these super ugly, heavy things, and like a way lower tuning than what they play, um. But how can I capture like the sensibility of like, of like almost like pop and rock within this? And yeah. so, <laughs> yeah, that that's it, the fucking that's the that's the hard part, I'll say. Yeah, uh, and
0: we will get to that record. Uh, we're we're saving it for for a big episode.
1: Um, cause, yeah,
0: but it's
1: it's number this, this is like, our fourth one that we've recorded. Yes, this
0: is oh, yeah. four. So
1: yeah, that's we got. We... I'll say we we got a big one for number five. Yeah,
0: big one for Isai.
1: Um, let's just 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 tell tell the people tell the
0: yeah. people we're, we're gonna talk about Tear from the Red, the Poison the Well. Does this one have nerdy on it?
1: Oh, that's opposite of no. December.
0: Okay, and this one's after that one, right? Yes, because I yes. listened to both of these records kind of like back to back when I was younger.
1: Yeah, because and so like I mean we we were we'd be really young to get into like, opposite of December, because it came out in 99. We talked about it Devin, like, in December. I mean, oh. I was I was 12, so I wasn't necessarily getting into, like, Florida Metalcore at the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: oh, they're a Florida band! Yeah. That was, like, my, like, all my favorite bands were from Florida at one point.
1: Yeah. Found glory,
0: remembering Never.
1: And I want to, say, like, um, let's see, when did fucking, I'm just going to discography,
0: I'm going to guess 2002.
1: Uh, 2002. So it's like right around that time. Um, oh, wow. They released You Come Before You like a year later. Um, well, weird. So... Oh, so that's that is really
0: weird because that's like that was their weird record, right?
1: Yeah, they got weird, um, but it still was cool. I really liked it. I feel like I got into them right around like between like Tear from the Red and like You Come Before You. So it's like I, um, I kind of do the same thing where opposite of December and like all that was just all one. Cause I remember the video for Botula, And I feel okay. like that's how I like found them was that video. And then I just was like, this band is the best. Became one of my favorite bands still to this day. Like, yeah, I, I can listen to those first three records, like front to back. and Like, Oh, like I can do it in order to, like I started number one from opposite of December, and then I'm ending uh, Crystal Lake from You Come Before You, and it's just going through everything. And I'm like, yes, what is, this is all great.
0: What is this thing they released? They released in 2022 called Distance Only Makes the Heart Grow Fonder.
1: That is the first record that they did in '98 that had a different singer. They probably re-released it. Okay, okay, I think I listened to that. Cause they know that name. I think um, your shaman of music. Yeah. I think <laughs> used to. Um, I think. I think we used to listen to that one.
0: Yeah, I That's don't why... actually. Tear from the red might be. I might not know that much from it. I'll. I'll have to wait till I listen to it because, like, I know names of opposite of December sticking out to me, but I was also listening to CDs, so I didn't know names. This isn't a burn CDs, so yeah.
1: yeah. but yeah, we're listening to that one. I think we're going to uh I think it's gonna be I I still love this record. I've I listened to this record recently front to back and I'm like, yep, still holds up. There's some stuff that's a little a little weird and okay. you can tell. Um especially I mean it is there's just some stuff that's just a little weird. Yeah, it, it right. all holds up. We'll talk um, about the it's a production okay
0: I'm excited to revisit it um, but yeah um, again uh, thank you all for listening it's cool if you're even listening to it uh, we we recorded these episodes uh, very very bef- way Far before, before. We, we, we plan on releasing them so
1: yeah that's why like, we recorded this in October this is probably not coming out till like December January so yeah
0: yeah so um it's cool. Uh shout out to Chris from Youth Energy for uh our artwork. Uh he fucking nailed it. Um shout out to whatever we use for our intro music. Uh, <laughs> shout out Gabe.
1: Um Gabe Energy. Yeah. Uh close us out, you say? Thank you. I you always say close us out and I don't know how to close it out. <laughs> I thought you were going to do a mosh call. Oh. So That's exactly. you were going to
0: end the episodes.
1: Oh, last chance to dance? Yeah. Something like that? Oh, okay. Yeah. I could do that. I have a lot of mosh calls in my head. All right. Yeah. Front to back, side to side. Last chance to dance. Open up that dance floor. I just use like four of them right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's thanks. fine. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Open this fucking pin up. Bye.